Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast for the Leverage Series, where we're going to help you leverage four key things so you can keep growing as a leader. Here's what I've observed. Great leaders know that they need to leverage a few key things and that trying to be great at everything is always a losing battle. People often ask me, what are a few things I can do that will bring the greatest return to my leadership? I love that question. And I'm going to bring you those right here on the podcast. This four-week mini-series will give you levers, things you can leverage to pull and to see exponential gains in your leadership. And this holiday season is a great chance to work ahead right now for 2024, to invest in some things that are going to pay off for you later. Now think about these four leverage points as your year-end leadership coaching. If you do the work, you will see major gains in these four areas. Let's dive in. We're focusing today on discerning your leadership season. Now, you may have never been through these exercises or even thought about this before. And in my experience, this is incredibly helpful for leaders. In fact, we just finished the Effective Leader Cohort, which was an incredible time. A shout out to my folks from the cohort. We learn together. We have conversation in the portal. We share our best tools at Stay Forth. We would love for you to jump into our next cohort, which starts in early January. We are taking applications now. You can just head on over to Stay stayforth.com and hop into our effective leader cohort. But as we went through the cohort, we began to hear each other's seasons and realize that we are in very different places. When you're in a group of leaders, you'll realize that one leader may be in a season of expansion, while another one may be in a season of shrinking, or maybe in a season of clarification or focus, you name it, whatever you are thinking is probably not what the leader next to you is thinking. The space that you are in right now, or the season that you're journeying through is probably not the same as the other people. Now, it's really important to realize that. And as my wife kindly reminds me quite often, Alan, the world is not like you. Everyone else is not like you. And so that's the first place to start is that the season that you're experiencing, maybe it's incredible. You're at the top of the world. You've never seen greater impact or you're frustrated. You're discouraged. You're not seeing things work out your way. Maybe you are in a completely different season than you were before and than the people around you. So let's just acknowledge this can be a hard exercise for some. This can be an exciting exercise for others. And this can feel really unnatural to be able to name the season. So if we're starting with that, then I just want to remind you, we are after transformation here, not just more information. So with that, we're going to ask you questions. So we want you to bring your journal out. We want you to grab your latte, grab your cortado, your caramel macchiato, or your cold brew, and just sit and relax because I'm going to ask you some questions. We're going to pair that with some music so that we have some reflection time during this series. And this is much like the first episode where we're going to give you time to think and reflect, and you're not going to be able to answer all of these during this time. So this is what I call seasonal awareness. To be a wise, healthy, effective leader set up for the long haul, you have to begin to recognize the season that you're in right now, which of course necessitates that we look at the season that we've come from. What's important here is that the awareness of our season 
should lead to the actions that we are going to take. The awareness of our season should lead to the actions that we're going to take. Now, it makes a lot of sense when we think about the natural seasons. In winter, my life and my family rhythms and even the way that I work and go about my work is very different than in the summer. And so if that is true, then how much more in a season of pruning versus a season of expansion or a season of focus versus a season of scaling, whatever that may be for you, for your leadership, for your organization, for your family, this is really important for us to understand where are we like when you walk into the mall and when I was a kid, I would walk into the mall. The only thing I cared about was finding Chick-fil-A and I would look at the map and say, okay, I am here now. How do I go on this wild goose chase and find my way to the nearest Chick-fil-A? So this awareness of the season will set you up for the appropriate actions. When you realize where am I? I had a guest on the podcast once that described seasons in this way where he would say, what time is it for you? What time is it for you? And I thought that was a beautiful question to be able to pull this out of us that that may be a little bit more helpful than the word season for you. What time is it for you? So we are going to discern your season in leadership today through some reflection, and we're going to look back at the season that you've come from. Of course, this informs the season that you're heading into as well. And so think about matching your leadership season right now with a natural season. Is it closer to fall for you? Is it closer to winter, closer to spring, or closer to summer? And obviously, I'm not just talking about the weather outside. I'm talking about the things that would accompany the season. If it's spring, maybe there's fresh growth. If it's summer, maybe it's a time of relaxation for you where you don't have to push out in the ways that you have normally, or there's an extra adventure or things coming up that you look forward to, a season of whimsy or delight. Maybe it's fall where you say it's beautiful, but some things are dying and making their way for winter. Maybe it's winter for you where you feel like there's a dormancy of a lot of maybe the impact or the influence or the opportunities that you had before. If you had to match your leadership season that you're in right now with either fall, winter, spring, or summer, which would you choose? Take a few minutes to reflect on that. Now, I want to follow up with this. What about last season? If you had to pair the season that you've come out of, would you pair that with fall, winter, spring, or summer? Reflect on that.
Now, the second way that we can characterize seasons is just with words. Now, some people match a year with a word. I've that that's never really been me. If that's working for you, great. But when we think about just matching it with a word, now we can get really descriptive based on the season that you're in right now. So if you had to match the season of your leadership right now with one word, any word, which word would you choose? Now, what about last season? If you had to match the season of your leadership that you've come from, what word would you match that with? Now you'll notice there's a corresponding um, nature of some of these sometimes, not always, but sometimes. And so for me, for the season that I'm in right now is a season of calm. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not working really hard. That doesn't mean that I have areas of life that are challenging, but it's just a season of calm. Well, last season for me was a season of chaos. A lot of things that were thrust upon me that I had no control over, lots of change going on in my life and in my family. And so often it's beautiful to see how those fit together. And so coming from a season of chaos, what was needed was calm in my life and my leadership and even my family and my rhythms. So often if you if you can look at back at the last season, let's say you're not sure what season you're in, then pair those together. Think through that, even pray through that process. And, and maybe there's a dream in your heart and mind. As I was in a season of chaos, I was really dreaming about a season of calm and was able to actually make that happen over a series of choices and, and decisions and live better into the grain of that season. Now, it's interesting. A lot of my coaching clients um, will say things like this. It's a season of starting new, or it's a season in this case of sowing seeds. And maybe in that season, there's a lot of relational trust building. There's a lot of extra meetings that are happening. If you have just stepped into a new role, you're probably in a season of starting new, sowing some seeds, and that's going to take a lot of tilling and, and work. That's very different from, let's say, a momentum season. If you're in a season of momentum, that means you probably were sowing seeds in the last season and they're coming to fruition now. See how this is helpful to understand where am I? Because now we can look to the according actions there, we can match them with that. Here's an axiom 
that is really helpful as we talk about seasons. What got you here won't get you there. What got you here won't get you there. The very thing that helped you succeed, the very actions that helped you get there, the practices and rhythms could actually drag you down in the next season. Fall and spring have very different needs. The actions that got you here will not get you there. That's really important to honor the actions, the habits, and the mindsets that got us here without staying stuck in them. Maybe that was the key of your success in the last season, but that will drag you down or that will actually get you stuck in the next season. Honor the actions, habits, and mindsets that got you here without staying stuck in them. Seasonal awareness is crucial, friends. When you understand the season you've come from, then you know the accompanying actions and even emotions of the season that you are now in. Feeling that I'm in a season of calm and understanding that means that I'm not going to take risks that are outside of the zone I've already agreed on. Maybe if you're in a season of sowing seeds, like we were talking about, then you need to do a lot of things up front, knowing that you can't sustain those over time or that a rest break is coming. Maybe you are at a 10 out of 10 energy level for these few months of the fall, Oh, and then you get into holiday season and you are in a season of resting or you're in a season of pause or you're in a season of dormancy where you're going to hit pause on some of the things that you were doing before. This can be really helpful. A friend of mine said, I work a lot in the winter and I play a lot in the summer. And I thought that was really interesting that he actually worked a whole lot more in the winter because he loves getting outside and fishing in the summer. And so for him, he was uh, each year sort of planning this and it was worth it for him. So you may have some kind of rhythm like that. Again, if you already do, go ahead and name that. I've experienced this on a personal level and on an organizational level with Stay Forth. It's very important uh, to realize sometimes these align and sometimes these are different. I've had seasons where I've had momentum at work and I've felt pretty stuck family-wise. I've had seasons where my family was thriving and work felt a little bit stuck. They don't always correspond. Now, what's interesting is in Stay Forth, we've had all kinds of different seasons in the past, a season of experimentation where we didn't know which things would rise to the surface and which things would sink. Then we entered a season of focus after that. Once we were going to choose three or four things to really put our heart and mind and resources behind now we're at the beginning season of expansion, where that focus actually helped us to see some growth. And that's been really helpful to track the season from experimentation to focus to expansion. Now, a common arc when you're starting something new is at the beginning, a lot of hustle is needed, extra time, again, that sowing seeds kind of feel. But at some point, it's helpful for a leader to say, that season needs to be done or I will burn out. We'll talk later about four different types of seasons that I talk about a rust season where maybe you're burning out uh, or you're at the edge of that heads up. Be cautious of that. I talk about a bust season where you're pushing really, really hard. You're busting your butt and it's just time to be able to do a lot of things right now to see some future fruit. Then there is a season of thrust where you're, you're seeing momentum happening and from uh, often from that bust, or maybe even from the focus, you're seeing a great momentum. So again, we have rust, we have bust, we have thrust. And then of course there's a season of rest and maybe you are not working at hundred percent. I want to leave you with some reflection questions. What season have you come from? 
take some time to reflect on that. When did or do you imagine that season will end? What season do you believe you are in currently or heading into? When did that season start? Or when do you believe it will start? What activities should you say yes to in this season? What activities should you say no to in this season? What's exciting about this season? Finally, what's scary about this season?
I need to acknowledge, friends, that this is a challenging exercise, but it's incredibly helpful because it can actually help you understand what you should and shouldn't be doing. Again, you can name some of those accompanying emotions with that, and it can help you to just normalize that. Again, maybe you're in a season of momentum and you say, we are pushing hard right now. We're seeing some amazing results and it can't always grow like that. And that's okay. But to name the season you're at and then the accompanying actions, what you'll say yes and no to. Naming and living into the season is challenging for these reasons. First of all, we don't like to say no. We like for every season to be a season of summer or a season of momentum or a season of expansion. It's really hard, especially for leaders to say no. We don't like to let good things go. So maybe you came from an amazing season and you're saying, oh, I'm not excited to be heading into whatever time of year or heading into this next season. That's okay. Just normalize that. Also, many of these actions made us successful. Like I mentioned, many of the things that got you here won't get you there. And so to let go of the good and to pick up the best. We can't visibly see these things. Another reason they're challenging, they're below the surface. You can't visibly see that it's a momentum season, but you can feel it. You may not visibly be able to see that it's a season of winter for you, but you can feel that some of those things going into dormancy. It's incredibly hard to name sometimes, but once you do, it's incredibly freeing. And lastly, we may have never done these accompanying actions before. Maybe everything's been growth up into the right for you and momentum, and you don't know how to do a season of dormancy. Maybe you're used to pushing really hard, and you're used to a little bit of chaos, and you're just not used to a season of calm, and you've never done that before. That's okay. A new season forces you to learn new ways of life. I hope this was an incredibly helpful episode for you. And I want to leave you with an exercise that according to these things that you've written down in words could actually change your life. And I call it creating a season map. So if you name the season you've come from, the one you believe you are in right now, and the one maybe that will be heading ahead, I would encourage you to just draw that out. Just sketch that out in a blank piece of paper or on a whiteboard and create a season map. The last season, some of the things that were good and hard, fears, you can write anything that you'd like to on that map. And then let's say you were on a mountaintop season and you're in a valley season. Name what was the descent like and when did you hit that along the way? Put some markers there. Maybe some big things that happened in your life that were good and that were hard. I'm telling you, friends, this is so helpful, especially because we've talked about our unique design last week. And once we know our unique design, we have to know where we are or what time it is. Now, this is going to unlock some of the next leverage skills that we're going to talk about. Friends, we want to continue to see transformation in your life. So don't just listen to this quickly and move on. There are a lot of questions and a lot of reflection for you to think about, to pause, to put in your journal. And we hope this will actually help you understand where you are right now what actions are accompanying, and will even lead you into the future. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next week on Stay Forth Leadership Podcast.